Well, uh, welcome back, David. Hello. <laughs> welcome back. What's the saying? Uh, another week, another movie. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Rainbow Clim. Rainbow Crimson. Rainbow Crimson. Crimson <laughs> Rainbow. Oh, okay. I we're gonna redo this. Rainbow <laughs> flick over the crimson screen. That's so on. Yeah, about the time you got the name right. <laughs> Ah, it's late. Well, late, not really. It's only up past eight for me, so, but... Mm. Mm-hmm. You're the one that came up with the name. I'm sure you <laughs> should remember. Yes, uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, this week, I guess we're going to be talking about uh, a parody movie from the raunchy early 2000s. Well, technically, mm, it's kind of the late 2000s, right? Yeah. 2006, I believe. Yeah. Eh, kind of in the middle, I guess. <laughs> mm. So, the movie we're going to be talking about is uh, not... Well, no, it's not not. It's just I another gay movie. Not, I was thinking of my own, uh, you know, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, confused, too. Yeah, it's another gay movie. Yeah. So, David. Mm. First impressions? That reminded me why we started the, the, the podcast in the first place. Um, we actually had the idea of creating a podcast to look at very bad movies. And, uh, well, that fit the bill, I think, in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, those of you that aren't familiar, uh, Another Gay Movie is a 2006 American romantic comedy film by Todd Steffens. It a romantic Four gay friends, Andy, Jared, Nico, and Griff, who vow upon graduating high school that they will all lose their anal virginity <laughs> before their friend's Labor Day party. The film takes content from the 1999 teen comedy American Pie. A sequel, another gay sequel, Gays Gone Wild, was also released in t- 2008, which I know David has not seen that one. <laughs> no, I didn't submit myself to watch it at the same time. I think once enough for the months. Maybe <laughs> I should watch it next month to see. It was um, it was actually interesting to, uh, to me reading about this movie. I learned a lot of things that I didn't know. Uh, for example, Todd uh, Stevens, I think it's Stevens. Uh, but Todd Stevens Previous work revolved around gay teens like Edge of Seventeen and Gypsy 83, which was more, uh, quote-unquote, serious work that he did to kind of chronicle his life as a gay teen growing up in rural Ohio. But (laughs) he had a bit of trouble actually finding funding for these movies and getting them released. And when he brought them to studios, they told him it was not gay enough. So... In comes another gay movie, which is what he wrote pretty much as a response to them telling him his other movies weren't gay enough. <laughs> oh, that explained it all then. Okay. I didn't have that story, but yeah, that explained it why is it's so homosexual. <laughs> and uh, the actor Jonah Bletchman, which plays uh, the, the quote-unquote uh, feminine twink... <laughs> was also one of my favorite movies in another boy's life which i just assumed uh he was gay i guess it's <laughs> when i saw that movie as a kid and then uh i i realized that was him in this movie and he later came out after this movie and i'm just like how could you not come out after that you know what i mean 
<laughs> is that the one actually very calm with actually very very uh, flamboyant uh, yeah. style? No, no, no. He was straight. He's straight as he come. Come on. Yeah, well, and really see. He was super feminine in another boy's life, which is another movie we'll probably talk about on this podcast. But uh, in that movie, he played like the gay kid, feminine guy, uh, and he kind of has like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character kind of develops like a crush on him or something it's oh, okay <laughs> yeah we're, we're we're gonna review that one eventually but okay. uh this was apparently his second i guess big movie <laughs> mm. so he didn't really do much after that but yeah no wonder <laughs> so mm. <laughs> david did anything stand out to you in this movie uh well they're going full on that's for sure uh, mm-hmm. just like uh american pie looked like a kid movie compared to this one that's for sure like uh full frontal nudity hard on joke about semen and semen <laughs> as well semen doing semen uh yeah it was uh it was something uh, i mean the first five minutes were introduced to uh <laughs> Graham Norton bending someone over in front of the whole class. <laughs> yeah, and that makes me laugh so much because, okay, just a little story. I lived in the UK for 20 years, so Graham Norton was on TV all the time. So I'm used to his voice. And I watched that movie, and actually, i never seen Graham Norton as a butch person. They redubbed Graham Norton to have actually a very masculine voice, and he looks so weird. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Is it Graham Norton? I had to actually go to IMDb to double check because I was like, that's not his voice. And no, it was not his voice. <laughs> but yeah, it was weird to see him trying to be a straight acting one because he's clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oof. the character he played, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, and you give me another, uh, uh, I would not see Belgian chocolate the same way anymore. <laughs> Do you like my Belgian chocolate? Mm, please. <laughs> Just after Easter as well. Come on, this was awful. <laughs> okay, and the mom uh, was a, a drag queen. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the funny stuff is when you see the beginning of the movie, when he's in the bed, uh, and actually he's having a salad thing in his bed let's say and we see the different vegetables uh it just remind me of the dildo scene in not another teenage movie <laughs> with the dildo because they kept coming in the room and actually that is pretty much played out the same in some way even though the not another teenage movie scene is much funnier mm. <laughs> but uh when <laughs> <laughs> the mom moves the cover and she finds the cucumber with the, the condom. <laughs> but should she talk about, have you eaten a cucumber? <laughs> no, man. I haven't eaten your cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad's trying to cover for her. I'm like, no, that's not a condom. That's saran wrap. <laughs> <laughs> and with the, just before the beginning of the title, we're just, oh, that's what it is to have a, a son gay. And I was just thinking, no, it's not. 
I've never done this basically as a kid. Just like, the fuck? Really? Your parents didn't have to hide all the vegetables from you? No. No, uh, that was not my thing. Uh, it was just like, and that's my issue with that movie is actually, uh, I understand it's a parody, but uh, the problem with parodies like this, it could actually play to actually, in the end of the homophobes, but we're going to talk about it later. But uh, this may issue with that movie. Well, I feel like this was really, really just showing its its place in the, the time period. Because we also had so many other parody movies that basically did the same thing. From, uh, what was it? Not another superhero movie? Or uh, Remember oh, when they gosh. all made fun of all the superheroes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> uh euro trip road trip uh... oh euro trip that movie <laughs> that movie the way they portray french people i was just like oh okay <laughs> it was just like i mean and i was a fan of parody movies back then so i watched the majority of them yeah cheap humor i know <laughs> uh-huh. but uh to me none of, to me none of them really did it as well as uh the first two scary movies uh, that was always mm. what made me die laughing <laughs> I think because uh, it was pretty obvious that the other parody movie were just playing on the sex. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious they actually wanted boobs and uh, boobs and asses and actually sexual situation for some reason. Early two thousand, American movie discovered sex and they wanted to actually. It's a bit like you know, like a teen, uh, like a kid who discovered for the first time sex. He can pleasure yeah. himself, and suddenly in movies in America, we actually all this comedy about sex. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it got a bit overboard and then they stopped and become very puritan again it's no, so uh, weird no no david you know what why don't you pull that carrot out of your ass <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about well let's talk about uh the vegetables butch, the, the bush lesbian i was like okay she's a little too much well, the funny stuff is, I looked at her and I was just like, damn, she's fucking, she, she, she's a bigger, she, she, she's going on like uh, quite a lot. And I realized the actress was actually one of the freakier characters in Mr. Robot. <laughs> she's playing the kind of uh, a member of the Dark Army and she's such a scary bitch in, a, in a, uh, Mr. Robot. And you just realized she was Princess from Ryan, basically lesbian or something. Okay. <laughs> Surprising, what see how much basically she's done ever since. So it like most of these movies, uh, it all starts with friends making a pact. Like, uh, what was it in Euro Trip? He was talking to this girl in Europe, right? On mm-hmm. like, in like a chat room or whatever, and they decide to go to Europe to meet her. I mean, all these movies all have the same setup. <laughs> so, well, it's pretty much it's a setup of Porky in yeah. some ways. But this one was, uh, they all wanted to lose their anal virginity. Pretty, mm-hmm. much, they, pretty much they were all virgins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though, even though the, 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 uh, flamboyant one was like, mm, you know, I've used it for oral and other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but the movie would have been ended very quickly if they ended up fucking, fucking each other in some way. I just don't somebody haven't done it, you know? Well, you know, uh, much like other friends, you know, not all gay people want to sleep with their friends. <laughs> they were doing everything together, so. He almost, he almost slept with his dad, for fuck's sake. But, uh, 
Yeah, they were all trying to, uh, you know, kind of sort it out. And I think the one at the beginning, I guess, would he be considered the main character? Not really. I don't actually know who the main character is. I, well, and that's, that's I the issue all, with me. I think it's all four of them. <laughs> so. like the only character actually I kind of found uh, redeemable was actually the guy with the glasses. Because mm-hmm. he was actually kind of a sad, he was kind of a bittersweet, the fact he was in love with his, his friend and actually never said to his friend he was in love with him. Mm-hmm. That was actually kind of the, the only dramatic situation that was going on in that movie. The rest was pretty was much more pantomime. That's that's where the uh, the romance comes from, honey. I guess so. <laughs> oh, it's it's, re- it's gonna be hard for me to talk about this movie in chronological order. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, they basically had to the end of summer to be able to get something up there. Pretty much. What were, what were they going to do if they don't do it? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Well, I guess no spoilers then. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember either. What was uh, what was actually if they don't do it? I can't remember what they were going to do. Oh, anyway, they were going to have to have sex with the lesbian. Oh, <laughs> okay. That scene in the party where she bends him over. Oh, my God. oh, the party. Oh, the great racist jokes all over the place. That was so cool. <laughs> I was just, I was laughing at the same time. I was just thinking, that's a bit racist. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was also funny to me because this came out around the time Noah's Ark, which is uh, a gay show I grew up with, loved. And it had the actor from Noah's Ark in it, the only black guy, I think, in the movie. And they really had Daryl Stevens talking about, yo, poppy. <laughs> I was like, I know. Does not talk like that. <laughs> ah. And uh, don't <laughs> me love you a long time. Yeah, that was had, I was just like, oof. They also had uh, the one one popular porn star at the time, Matthew Rush. Uh, he was also in this movie. Was it a bear one? No, Matthew Rush is like the. Um, the one that the the feminine guy showed them a picture of of his dick. He was there, you know. He was like, "Oh, he's a little younger for me." Oh yes, okay, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, me not checking on Google, Macho Rush. <laughs> oh, in okay. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. Oh my god. Ooh. Calm down, David. Do you want some time alone? We can resume later. <laughs> No, it was just like, uh, the picture is just weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. That picture is weird, okay. I can see where it is. Is a guy you've been trying to have sex with, actually, uh, the other woman never actually managed to. Yeah, you know what the funniest part is, though? This is also how, at the time this came out, this is how I learned about Manhunt. Uh, I didn't know anything about Manhunt until this movie, and I remember 16-year-old me, uh, checking to see what it was. <laughs> of course. 16 year old you was a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, mm, I don't even know if Manhunt is still a thing now. <laughs> I don't even know what Manhunt is. So. Well, Manhunt mm. was Grinder before 
grinder uh basically you would log in on your computer there there was a few uh for those uh gays my age you might remember ch- checking your computer for bgc uh manhunt adam for adam back in the day that's how we got on and basically everybody was in the area it would show you people in the area mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who, who would sit their location in that area and, okay. you, and you could talk to people around you. So basically, this was the time before, you know, apps were popular. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, seeing some of that really took me back. <laughs> oh, he launched 22 years ago. Uh, oh, I know. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh. And apparently it's still a thing. Okay, more power to mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at David. He's really into this research. We might have to... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm a bit thrown to an American guy. So I shall not look any further. <laughs> Y'all, he probably went already and made an account. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I'm not going to do that to you. So... <laughs> And, uh, so, I guess back to the movie, uh, <laughs> way off topic. <laughs> the, uh, the movie itself, really, uh, it had humor that was funny at the time, but did not age very well. <laughs> no. <laughs> and like you said, like, the Asian girl always having, uh, Chinese subtitles. <laughs> That was, I actually found it in some way. I was chuckled, uh, I chuckled, but I was just thinking, <laughs> oof. Because obviously you couldn't understand what she was saying. <laughs> and in some way, he had the same kind of humor that Little Britain, which actually got some very fancy humor about foreigners. That actually was my issue. And also, one part of this movie that really always made me chuckle was the, the, the flamboyant one had this girlfriend who was blind. <laughs> That was a funny one, yes. <laughs> she's like taking pictures of him in his thong and his leather, and she's like, "Oh, I bet you look so handsome." <laughs> <laughs> when she come trying to find a car key, yeah, she was trying to find a car key for fuck's sake. She's blind and she looked for a car key. <laughs> oh, I just, yeah, I just realized. <laughs> that was that was hilarious to me because there's a scene where uh the flamboyant one i can't remember his name but he wanted he was uh, he was sort of like me at that age i was really into older guys <laughs> and he was he was like uh destined he thought he was destined to be like an older man and he finally found this what is it the bear wilderness guy or whatever mm-hmm. that was signing books naked <laughs> He was not naked. He had the shorts, flesh color shorts. He had the shorts anyway. Okay. Uh, well, that that to me that was one of the funnier scenes because when he comes out there and he takes him back home, and that's when his his blind girlfriend walks in and the guy's sitting on the bed like naked, and she walks in. And she's like, "Can't find my car keys," and she like falls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and uh, 
he also, I guess, had never douched before, so he did the one thing you're not supposed to do <laughs> three times. So by the time they got ready to have, you know, intercourse, uh, after he did his little what geisha dance, <laughs> which was another problematic scene, I guess. <laughs> I know. In a full blown kimono. <laughs> <laughs> He comes in and he starts like making out with the guy, and then his stomach starts. <laughs> you see, I think that movie was a was a movie of its time, and um, I do believe he actually grew. The humor was not. I, I laugh more to the fact that I can't believe we were actually allowing these movies than actually uh, laughing at the joke itself. I think that's what it was. <laughs> At the same time, it was actually, I don't didn't remember so many full frontal nudity in that movie. I don't know if it's due to the director's cut, but uh, when I seen it like years ago, I don't remember so many penises. Uh, I definitely remember that, especially Rodzilla. Of course you do. I do. Uh, I don't, maybe they showed you the edited version in France. I don't know. I know I was in the UK when I seen it. Maybe they showed you the edited version, but I know uh, here I definitely did. I remember seeing Rodzilla's thing and i was like that can't be <laughs> nah it's not <laughs> but in 2006 the tv screens made it look a little bit more believable <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was some scene that make me laugh the the penis enlargement scene make me laugh yeah because mm. just like um, mm. <laughs> yeah he was he was pumping his penis and uh it got stuck was a machine. It looked like a looked like a, a tool from so. I'm sorry, but it looked like a trap from so. And that's when the dad had to come in and like knock it off of his penis. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> waiting for actually like a hello. For so long you have wanted to have it up your ass. Now it's time for you to remove the things from your penis. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to do a guess, so it doesn't work. He tried, um, y'all. <laughs> I try. <laughs> and uh, and not scripted as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was calm down, so. Now, like I said, this movie is very hard to talk about in chronological order because there really feels like there really is no plot. Just a whole bunch of running jokes thrown together. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, it's, it's like a, oh, let's do, let's do a, a, a douche scene. Let's do a, a penis scene. Let's do a, a BDSM scene. It, it didn't feel like it was a following a kind of... A, there was no plot per se, I guess. Yeah, let's well, let's talk about the nerdy one, I guess, and his his desire to have a bubble butt. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, when he the the club scene cracked me up. I'm sorry, but <laughs> well, he bounced with his bubble butts. Yeah, they're and they're all chanting bubble butt, bubble butt. <laughs> And then it and then it like deflates, <laughs> <laughs> and he turns into Carrie. <laughs> they're all gonna. Oh, the Carrie thing, the yeah. Carrie scene. I was just like, they're not gonna do the calm, do they? 
And yes, they did. They did the bucket full of calm. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Talk about a facial. <laughs> Ooh. Bubble butt. Oh, we love that for him. <laughs> he was trying his best in the gym class. He was. Mm. And he was in love, you know, with the jog. Which I... The guy that played the jog, I've seen him in a few other things outside of this. Uh, and I, no matter, he was always playing like the straight, like butch rocker type in every other show after this. But I always just associate him with another game. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, a, mm. <laughs> but he, uh, the scene where he is at the party, he meets the guy who's like the brain dead, like stereotypical jock who only like replies and like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and when they go to the room and he's like i heard he's a pnp power bottom and they're like "Ooh, what's a pnp i don't know but it sounds good <laughs> <laughs> this is what i just wanted sometime i was just like I don't know any of these terms. <laughs> well, I must not be gay. Uh, PNP uh, means uh, party and play. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so I used to, I mean, I don't know if it's still a thing, but back then it's something people would put in their profile, which means they wanted to, uh, you know, do drugs and have sex. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. These these ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, but when he thinks he's gonna get lucky with the guy and the guy's like assuming the position and he's just like, Yeah, I'll put it in and the guy just vomits all of it. <laughs> As for me was uh I, I would say one of my the funniest scene actually was the scene with uh uh the BDSM scene. Because it was so out there. <laughs> the guy going around with the penis actually touched the floor. Yeah, and actually, yeah. people telling punish him and giving some purpose, and the guy just had to drink the purpose. Yeah. Was just like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he put that that uh, I think the lesbian was the one that said uh, teach him a lesson, or it, I think it was his well, teach him a lesson. Yeah, uh, and he's like, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and he takes like the guy janting butt plug and like rams it up him and the guy's like oh and then you like my table you're looking you like my table <laughs> yeah i like the glass table <laughs> i did i had no idea what that meant until i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just thinking i'm into from vanilla to to belgium chocolate and i was just like Okay, I know what vanilla is. I just wonder what what color you're gonna go through. <laughs> me not going to the me not going onto Google and actually check a color chart or actually see how many different colors there is between <laughs> vanilla and chocolate. Oh, that was uh, it was his teacher also, but he, I guess he had graduated, so they made it okay, right? Mm. Who did make me laugh? Just like, what are you wearing? Well, I saw we we're going to do water sports, so I just saw I would put myself into into gear. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> that would have so been me back then. That's the funniest part. Me not knowing what it meant, but just saying. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Yeah, mm. oh, the life of a young gay man. We all been through that. Well, we both been through that. <laughs> well, I mean, for those of you who aren't who aren't gay, like you know, we you have to kind of learn things, I guess, on the internet because we don't really have those uh, those learning experiences <laughs> that straight people have. So. <laughs> yeah, usually this learning experience for us comes from porn. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much because we don't have any romantic comedy. Well, we never we didn't have romantic comedies about gay people falling in love at those days. For, for me, no, yeah, the only gay people were appearing in one episode of a show and then disappearing. Usually, they were talking about HIV, so basically, the gay character was gonna fucking die. That's usually what it was the gay character was always gonna die either suicide or HIV. So never had a good ending, an happy ending in, the, in this gay character. So you're a gay man looking at this and you say, I'm doomed. <laughs> no wonder I become goth afterwards. <laughs> okay, and you were saying that's why you became goth? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you, the only thing you see is a gay character having a bad ending, never a good ending, but it make you think, okay, I'm doomed. Someone is, you know, <laughs> like a... I'm a fan of uh, Greg Araki's movie, uh, like uh, 90s, uh, 90s indie movies, uh, gay and bisexual movies in some ways. And um, when you look at this movie, I was always recognizing myself in one of the characters played by, uh, what's his name, Duval? I remember his name now. It's Duval something. And it was always, that was a character I was always uh, recognized myself into because he was a romantic looking for love, looking for someone to actually spend his life with. And every time he actually ended up being treated so bad that he ended up either committed suicide or he finally found love, but uh, his love become a giant cockroach. Or he get actually, uh, he get pretty much tortured and killed by a bunch of skinheads. After that, you're just like, okay. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, so role model actually happy relationship for gay people was not a good was not really present in uh, when I was growing up apart from uh, the French bird cage, which was pretty much I think the only uh, only movie that was showing an old couple gay couple even though there was full on uh, stereotypes in some ways, but there were still actually gay people loving each other and living with each other. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found that uh, this movie, watching it now, it was very predatory. Okay, it's a mm-hmm. comedy, it's a parody, but you think the situation the kids going in, it's so predatory, the people they meet. <laughs> well, um, actually, I'm reading a little bit about uh, uh, Todd Stephens' reason for writing this, as which we talked about earlier. But it, um, according to him, he says, the, this film was a result of my difficulty in securing 
uh, distribution for Gypsy 83 because the film was consistently put down and told not gay enough. So I went home and I was really angry when I wrote this movie. I was very frustrated at the state of having uh, any type of gay movie uh, produced. And another gay movie is what came out <laughs> from the script I wrote while I was angry. And then it says the actor Jonah Belchman initially refused the script, but became intrigued by his own shock to the script that he decided to join the project as the executive producer. Okay. <laughs> and uh, as far as the reception, so apparently they had a budget of $500,000 and they actually made 745327 So a little bit, a little bit of a profit. <laughs> it says that... Um, the Philadelphia Inquirer described the film as unapologetic, un-PC, in-your-face gay take on American Pie. Uh, Cal Buchanan of The Advocate reflected the positive impact of the film as a parody that felt necessary, arriving during the heyday of Project Runway and The Ellen DeGeneres Show. The film came as both confirmation of gay people's mainstream status and a built-in corrective to it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I don't know, I just found out. That's me. You know, you know my, uh, my take on a lot of the gay scene, but uh, I do find that's really showed nice fucking uh, nice side of the gay scene. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I found that actually watching uh, like the new queer spoke in your was actually much more realistic in the portrayal of the gay scene than actually yeah. the movie that was pretty much a pantomime characters uh, getting the shit fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny for what it was but uh, I think the movie you can't really like uh, you have to switch your brain off because if you start to think about the situation you realize actually it's very predatory and it's very offensive and uh, it's uh, it kind of uh, it, it's controversial, I'm going to say, you know, that <laughs> I found that he actually doesn't portray uh, gay people in that light. And uh, mm -hmm. when in 2006, okay, we wanted to do something on PC, but, uh, uh, you know, homophobia was still going on, it's still going on today, and this stuff actually, on the wrong hand, could actually uh, be a very good ammunition for those bigots who actually want to ban gay people. <sighs> But that's my take on this. <laughs> so we can't critique our own culture in fear of retribution from the heterosexuals? The issue is, for us, we can actually look at it as a critique, as a parody, but uh, mm -hmm. it was it was advertised as an American Pie type of movie. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Just like, uh, so people would come down to that movie like actually watching American Pie. I, I mean, I don't think so. I think uh, the whole the whole uh, another gay movie, another teen movie. I mean, I feel like people that watch those movies understand that it's a parody. <laughs> <I hope> so. <laughs> but it actually kind of makes me want to see Edge of Seventeen and Gypsy Eighty Three. That apparently he had a hard time getting distributed. So if he was that angry <laughs> that he wrote that, one, <laughs> I want to see these two now. <laughs> It really meant, it meant a lot of a trauma you made some. Uh, well, have we talked about all the, the key points in this movie? There's not a lot of them. I mean... 
and then we talked about the teacher. Oh, we haven't talked about the dad. You know, the dad being at the end of the movie coming out as bisexual, you know, after he um, meets his son in, in the glory hole. <laughs> yeah, that scene when actually he goes to the toilet and he opens the door and there's a priest actually uh, having a, give, a big, being given a blowjob by a boy scout. Okay. <laughs> Someone got some emotional damage when they were kids, I guess. <laughs> and then the glory hole and stuff. But let's be honest, for the entire movie, the dad actually always dressed up with parody of actually like uh, of gay people, like as a seaman, as a. It's just like, I'll be straight. <laughs> and this, and this, his, his mom was actually a drag queen. Mm, well, yeah. So, <laughs> he, he actually married with someone who looked like a man, so. <laughs> oh, we love to see it. <laughs> Do you think this movie would be made today? Uh, no. I, I feel like it probably would, but it would not get a major release. It would probably be like on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that a lot of the joke on there actually is a joke that a lot of people would have actually gone. Uh, we know what the people are nowadays. They're actually complaining mm. about any single thing that actually is a joke. The NPC yeah. joke never actually worked for some reason nowadays. What's complaining about it? Yeah, but we are living in a time where um, you no longer need a full studio to that's push true. a movie. That's true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Another oh the song has been stuck in my head too since watching that movie like <laughs> oh but the fact that actually the okay. sequel meaning actually worked good enough for the studio so mm, yeah uh I saw the sequel in two thousand and nine two thousand ten so it's been a minute <laughs> apparently for those of you in America it is on Tubi both of them are on Tubi and Tubi has the uh director's cut of both of them so if you want to watch it it's free (laughs) but when i'm looking at uh there's some movies similar like if you think about uh bianca del rio done this movie uh this is hurricane oh Uh, oh i remember this on netflix (laughs) yeah uh what was it um ah which I loved. I really enjoyed it. The both both of them I really enjoyed it. And it was it really reminded me a bit of actually this movie somewhere with less sex. But it was mm-hmm. kind of a camp humor, the same camp humor. Uh maybe of shit and champagne as well. <laughs> so I just when I I just can't get the story out of my head that he just got so mad he just wrote this and this is the one that got funded and I know just that you want to do a nice movie about gay love and actually has to do one about sex just okay I'm sorry your your story about two men falling in love with each other is not gay enough can you just add some penises please we want some penises and some really gross joke about enema <laughs> Which is also, by the way, for those, uh, since apparently the demographic for people listening to us is between the ages of 23 and 27. Okay. (laughs) Some twinks in the public, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, for those of you that uh, might see those in stores, you don't actually do the enema. Don't do it. Uh, you need to replace it with water, so don't make the mistake. <laughs> and now you have your sex tips for <laughs> rainbow flickers. <laughs> and do not buy your butt plug as big as actually the for his song. <laughs> yeah, I just I was just like, does it actually exist? And apparently, yes, it does. I love the I love the whole thing when they were like they were trying to say if they were a top or a bottom, and uh, the the jock is like, um, oh, well, I'm, I'm definitely a top, definitely a top. And then he's like, but I would be open to something that's not that big. And he's like, mm, power top, pinky bottom. <laughs> And what was the other one? The one that he kept putting everything up his butt. Uh, he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely a power top. But are any of you guys bottom curious? And he's like, hmm, pussy boy in denial. <laughs> I, did love the, I did love the parody of American Pie with a quiche. It make me laugh because it was everything was set up so well. It's actually the quiche is <laughs> he's a shagging, a shagging. Look at me, my British whisk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, uh, he's actually doing the quiche, and actually the parents come back. And he turn around, got actually a toilet paper, a toilet paper roll in his ass. with actually the gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> you know also i'm thinking about this this type of humor and this was around the same time as other shows were popular like drawn together the oblongs uh clone high like (laughs) i'm like oh such an underrated show oh my god it's so good (laughs) so well, I guess. Is there anything else you want to say about this movie, David? <laughs> uh, switch of your brain. Uh, don't be uh, be aware that actually uh, we see a lot of penises and actually the joke might be a bit uh, borderline in some ways. But remember, it's 2006 and it's not real shit. <laughs> so how many crystals would you get this? And since you forget, we're doing a scale of 1 to 10. <laughs> Uh, I would, uh, I would say three or four. Uh, for the reason, <laughs> for the reason is I can't give less because it was a movie that needed to be done in some way. <laughs> but is that a good movie? Not really. Uh, sometimes it's shot very well, and sometimes it's shot appallingly. Uh, I struggled so much with the dubbing. Uh, like uh, I found that the dubbing was very badly done and actually I just got me out of the movie very quickly as well uh, it's, so f- it's just hilarious to me because like I didn't grow up watching Graham Norton so I honestly didn't know that was even his real voice <laughs> uh, you, you heard your, his voice now <laughs> yeah I went and looked after you said it was dubbed I was like oh he doesn't sound like it doesn't <laughs> I know, you would be more likely playing the mom than playing the basically the BDSM <laughs> straight acting guy. <laughs> and 
let's be honest, so, uh, was apparently in a relationship with a drag queen who was in uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. <laughs> well, I think for me, I'm going to give it a 2 out of 10. I mean, uh, it's full of cheap laughs, humor, cheap cheap humor. Uh, nothing really stands out to me. Um it's not something that I would tell you to go rush and see, but it is on Tubi, so <laughs> so it's free. And for those Americans who uh, know the type of movies Tubi allows on their platform, you know what to expect. <laughs> well, we did have the last uh, the last Tubi movie we had. I think was about the drag queen soldier. Yeah, <laughs> with a geda geda gown that actually make people liquefy to green goo. <laughs> yeah i don't you know i should really get a tubi a tubi movie on here eventually for david to watch just so he can see how horrible <laughs> they are because the tubi originals they the way they are shot is hilarious to me no continuation at all like one scene they'll have on a wig the next scene completely different wig. <laughs> yeah i see that the thing is, what people maybe don't know is uh, I, uh, we were actually planning to only do bad movies in that podcast. And we ended up doing <laughs> movies that actually wanted each other to see. But I think we might come back to very bad movies because it's fun. <laughs> and we can yeah. actually do, uh, do some cheap, cheap jokes about bad movies, which something you can really do with actually good movie underrated. <laughs> All right, well. Mm, I guess we have one more in queue where we're going to watch a crappy Lifetime movie together. That'll be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I can't wait for that one. <laughs> we did watch one a couple of years ago together, and it was one of the... <laughs> we were sending each other messages over Telegram <laughs> while watching the movie together. It was pretty fun. Yeah. You know, by the time they hear this, David, we... We'll probably have a YouTube video up for uh, for From. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I need to actually like uh, make myself beautiful in order to actually like be enticing <laughs> on screen, you know. Calm down. <laughs> so. Well, I'm just going to put my furry costume on VR chat. I can actually do <laughs> a YouTube video via VR chat. Okay. I feel like, I feel like we did record something in VR chat. Remember, you were Hawthorne. Yeah, it was awful. Hawthorne, Hawthorne is his alter ego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like Hawthorne. It's very me. <laughs> okay, well, we will see you guys uh, two week. weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess uh, if we count it properly, we would actually have two things for you to watch: the video and yeah. another episode. Uh, see you guys later bye bye <laughs>